God bless you guys. God bless the world, buddy. Let's go racing. This is the Loud Pedal Podcast. A very diverse cast of automobile racing characters. Slider for the lead and the win. He tagged the cook and drag race to the line. Who got it? Give it to Rico. With your host, NBC Sports television analyst and part-time midget racer, it's D. Welch and Mr. Dylan Welch. Yeah, you damn right I got that out there. Oh, that stupid-ass flagman. They got a dumb-ass flagman they can't see. And an expert in only one category, food. Now, look how big those things are. Meat on the bone there and cook perfect. Well, sometimes racing, but mostly food. When you're talking a, a meal like before I'm about to die, I will ask for 15 to 20 chicken. It's heavy lunch, Tyler Burnett. Did you just wake up? Uh, yeah, I was gonna lie, but yeah, I just woke up. What time? Uh, what what time do we start this? 10? So I woke up at 9.40. <laughs> it's 9.58. You've been awake for 18 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Dylan, what time did you wake up? I actually slept late, too. I didn't, I woke up at like 8.45, which is, which yeah. is, which is way late for me these days. Honestly, I'm normally up, <laughs> I'm normally up at like 7.30 these days. I went and got a haircut at 9. I was I was uh, drinking with the old boys at Berlin last night with Bubba Pollard and them. Man, that was I got I got in late, like about one a.m. Wow, look at you go! That's what was going on at Berlin? Or am I missing the, something? It's the Money in the Bank one hundred and fifty. It's like uh, one of their biggest super late model races. You're not gonna run a super late model, are you? Are you? Are you? Are you into that payment stuff? No, 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 nope. that ain't no. for me. No, it looks like it looks like that might be. The path that Kofoid's heading down, but like, yeah, like Geo had a similar path going. You like at one point had a, was was in the Toyota pipeline for a year there. Like, I mean, at some point you got to make a decision. Like, let's go professional wing sprint car racing and have more fun, or you know, trying to make the money route, you know, a thing, right? Uh, yeah. I mean, I just, I don't know. I I never really wanted to go the pavement route, even when. I got into midgets. That was never really my desire was to go the NASCAR route. I always wanted to be a dirt sprint car driver. My dream since I was six has been around the outlaws. So that's kind of what I've stuck to. Yeah. Dylan, what's your dream? Track record at Kokomo? I mean, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> probably. At this rate, I just like to win something. It's like I'd like to just win a race again. It's been so damn long since I've won anything. I just want to win something. That's what I was telling Dylan. Like he should like get in a sprint car with like Boss or like, <laughs> or you know, because he never been in a sprint car before. But I guarantee he'd be good in a sprint car, or yeah. like, or like get one to try to get him a pavement ride, or you know, like a. Like, that's really know. that's really what I want to do is get back in a pavement midget and run Raceway Park again. Yeah, yeah or like a little five hundred. Yeah, little I think I. I think I could win at IRP. Like I'd like, I'd like, to, I mean, I don't know if I could beat Cody or Santos, but I mean, I feel like I could run well. Here's my ideas that though, Zeb, cause you, you took me on that shop tour there at your place. And I saw yeah. that, that pavement micro. I'm like, I told Jason, I was like, let's fucking take that thing to the rumble and like party all weekend with Dylan and let him race. And like, 
dude, that he he could probably win the rumble for real. Cause he's a I good micro racer too. Did you sell that thing? It, it is gone. Yeah, <laughs> it is gone. We had to make room for more sprint car stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Okay, so we got to. If anybody has a payment micro, or you had a payment, I don't know. The payment just won't be as fun at the Rumble. Maybe I think maybe like a payment micro would be awesome. To I've, run, I've, run, I've run the Rumble in a midget before. Oh yeah, I want to do it. That would be fun. Just, just, and I can like act like I'm wrenching, but like I could be like a driver coach, you know, like how I always wanted to be, like yo, critiquing Dylan's driving. You would fool, you would form fool more people acting like you were. A but I kind of want to be like the owner. Like I kind of want to be coach. like the owner, like like you know the owner. Like I want to wear like a cowboy hat, like <laughs> cowboy the cowboy hat. Why would the owner wear? A like I want, I want to look like Petty or like Richard Childress. For like, I was gonna say, you, who you think you are, Richard Childress? <laughs> oh my <laughs> that'd be so good that'd be oh man anyways nice win over the weekend uh yeah, thanks what was that was that your third career all-star win uh yeah yeah i have one at kokomo and then two at attica nice i mean these wins are hard like you know, it came to you pretty easy, like in the midgets, right? You know, won the BC 39 pretty early on, but like wing sprint car racing, you know, it ain't no joke. Yeah, it's so freaking hard. Um, I feel like every night we show up, there's, you know, 15 guys, 20 guys that can win the, win the race. So that makes it so difficult. And I, <laughs> I was leading that thing. And I knew once we got to traffic, someone was going to show up. I didn't know if it was, you know, the seven car or the 26 or who was going to show up, but I knew someone was going to. And when Corey started sliding me, I'm like, there ain't a damn way I'm going to let him steal this from me. You know, I've, I've been like, I feel like we haven't won in forever. And I, I'm sure he feels the same. Um, and we were just, I mean, that battle, I think there was just two guys that really, really haven't won in a while and really wanted to win. And it was a great race. Like, I feel like I, I tried to do the best I could through traffic with the way the track was. And, um, it was so difficult for me personally and one and two, just to follow lap cars through the corner, but that was the best way to get through traffic, which is so odd to me, but that was, that was the only thing you could do in one and two. Usually Attica, you can just rip the top, but, um, yeah, ran around the bottom one and two and just kind of picked my way through very, very patiently. But yeah, uh, that one was a, a really cool one. It was my first win with my girlfriend there, so that was cool. Um, obviously, my mom and dad that were there. I wish Jason and Kim were there, damn it. But, oh, well, yeah, it was pretty badass. Attica seems like it's been a been a pretty good place for you. I mean, you guys, you feel that way? You feel like it's when you roll in there, you guys are as, as good as anybody? I feel like that is one of, one of the tracks we roll into, and I know that we are going to have a car to win at. Like, I know when we roll in that we're – going to be battling for the win no matter what happens in the night so yeah that helps I feel like we just qualify really well there so that kind of carries our program um I feel like every time we go there actually actually the last time I was there when we won I think I actually qualified second in our group so I had to race for the win in the heat race but yeah I mean I just I feel like our package has always worked good there and I actually even when I ran the 11 car there, I always ran good. So it just is a, I think the track really fits my driving style because three and four is right up my alley. It's hammer the curve basically as hard as you can and not make any mistakes. And that is kind of how I like to do it. And 
I mean, one and two just varies so much. That's what I like. The track's never the same. That's what I like about that place is it's always different. It's always challenging to figure out where to be fast. Sometimes it's right through the middle. Sometimes it's how you pull the tires. Sometimes it's on the edge. That's what I like. So that, yeah, that place is just fits right in my wheelhouse and we seem to always run good there. So yeah, a lot of confidence when we're rolling. Yeah. The place could be sandblasted with 40 mile an hour winds mm-hmm. all day long or no, I mean, any Ohio track is going to be bone slick at this point. Uh, you know, you guys went down to, was it, was that atomic? Yeah. <clears throat> I think it rubbered up and I felt like it was a still a pretty good race. Uh, I don't know where, where you, you know, where'd you end up in that race? <laughs> we were horrible. I didn't even finish, but we, for whatever reason, I've never, so I'd never been to Atomic, um, and everyone has told me that it would, it would fit me really well. Well, hot laps is okay. Well, first of all, it all started with our draw. Our draw, Cole Duncan, Justin Peck, Parker Price Miller. Uh, it was a stacked group. Now, I'm not saying that as an excuse, but that doesn't help me going there for my first time with a stacked group. And hot laps wasn't very good. Qualifying, I think I qualified sixth overall, but was fifth in my group. So that hurt, missed the invert. And then I started fifth in my heat race and finished, I think, sixth. And then started on the pole. And speaking of the rumble, (laughs) Brian Knuckles blew my doors off in the B main like I was sitting still. And I was like, what just (laughs) happened? He just rolled the middle right by me as I'm pounding the wall down. And I'm like, okay, well, we're clearly not that good. And then in the feature, it took rubber, I think, on like lap seven or something. So we just kind of rode around. But yeah, it was not a good night at all. Now, I remember the B main now because like Paul McMahon was like right behind you. And then yeah. like Danny Smith transferred on to the A main and that B main. I'm like, this is like a bunch of Ohio legends and yeah. Zeb. Yeah, I literally <laughs> almost didn't make the feature. <laughs> I got my doors. So I, my sick stickers flew off when Brian Knuckles passed me. It was ridiculous. Oh, oh Brian Knuckles. Well, is is a, a atomic part of Ohio Sprint Week? <laughs> yeah, we're gonna be better next time. I promise. <laughs> That's good. Hey, at least you start off with some good tracks at the beginning of that thing, right? I mean, Attica yeah. and Fremont that first weekend. I mean, those are your two best tracks. Yeah, two tracks that, like I said, fit me well. Um, Fremont is kind of hit or miss for me. I'm not, I'm kind of a baby when it comes to rough tracks. So if it gets rough, you might as well count the 10 out usually. Cause I, I'm just, I'm not the one that go in there and drive it through the holes and bounce around. I'm just not that guy. So usually if it gets rough, I don't drive near hard enough to go fast. So usually I'm like a eighth place car if it gets rough. So we'll see, hopefully it doesn't get rough. That place is really cool and it gets, you know, nice and slick and smooth. But I feel like that, again, that place is just like Attica in my opinion, where it's different every time we go there. So, um, but yeah, I'm excited. The first three races are good. And then, oh, well, we run really well at Wayne County too. I think that's Monday. So we run, run good there we run well at Sharon usually so that's the first I think five races so get some uh get some good races to start it out for the week where do you feel like you guys are at just kind of as a program in you know now year two I mean obviously you know you you ran the full deal last year with this new deal with Wayne but where do you feel like you guys are at you know having a year under your belt now we're in a I don't want to say we were unprepared last year, but we're in a way better spot now than we were last year. We last year we got 
we didn't get started late, but we didn't really have anything. And I mean, we didn't even have a mule. We didn't have a truck. We didn't have a trailer. We had nothing. And we started a race team in about two or three months and went to Attica for our first race and ran second. So, I mean, we're, we're definitely way more prepared this year and just ahead of the ball. We, I think we were, we were prepared last year, but just, we were like right on the edge. I feel like, like if something went wrong, we were, we weren't going to be in trouble, but we were just going to be behind the eight ball a little bit. And I feel like this year we, we got ahead of that. We, we hired an, uh, Derek Miller full-time in the shop. So that, that helped Wayne a lot. I was full-time in the shop last year and for anyone that knows, I, I didn't know what I was doing. So Wayne had to teach me everything. And, you know, that just took time away from Wayne trying to make the car go fast, teaching me stuff. And it, it now that we have Derek in the shop full-time, that has helped a lot just because Derek, you know, Derek's background is CJB motorsports and uh, a lot of, you know, high, high team, high caliber teams. So that, that helps when he comes to us and maybe he can tell us, you know, this is how we did it on, on the five team or whatever. So that, you know, that has been probably the biggest change is having someone in the shop with Wayne full time and, and just someone Wayne can trust uh, and, and be able to pick up the slack as far as, you know, just having spare stuff ready and, and the trailer we have, we have the right trailer this year and everything is uh, definitely going a lot smoother. For sure. Um, we can kind of end the Ohio Sprint. We talk with Portsmouth, you know, last year you guys probably had a winning car uh maybe a t- well, at least a podium car um look, but that big crash on the back stretch i mean a little redemption going back that's a lot of money to pay in that last race i think i want to win that race that week more than anything um just because of what happened last year i feel like we kind of got one taken away from us there i feel like me and me and tyler had a hell of a race before that what was that a caution or a red flag whatever that was and then obviously that happened on that restart and I was obviously devastated because, you know, we jumped a race car, but I was more mad. The fact that we had a winning race car for sure, for a big money paying race again. And, and I feel like it got snatched away from us. So yeah, I really, that race, not only because of the money, but like I said, because of what happened last year, it's at the top of my list. I want to win that race so bad. Um, everyone was so supportive after that deal last year was really, really like the, the, the guy that runs the deal, the guy that runs the race, I forget his name, came down and uh, was, you know, making sure that we were going to be back next year and everything. And that that's pretty cool for a promoter to come down and, and make sure you're going to be back next year and was almost sad to see you wreck too. Um, but yeah, I'm, I want to win that one pretty bad. Zeb, you've done a lot of these, you know, these kind of speed week style deals, I mean, through your career, obviously. What's Ohio Speed Week like? I mean, what's what's what makes it different or more challenging maybe than some of the other ones you've done? Yeah, I've done it as a crew guy, actually, and a driver um, before I could run it full time or before I could run USAC full time. I would go and, and work on the on the midget week deal. And then obviously, as I got older, I, I drove for midget week. Um I think the biggest thing is it's nine straight days. Like you have zero days off. And as of right now, I just looked at the weather before we got on this deal. It doesn't look like it's going to rain at all. So if it doesn't rain, we race nine days straight and you have zero breaks. Midget week, well, now you have two days off. Sprint week, I think you always had two days off. So I feel like those guys get a break. We get nothing. So 
um, you always kind of, you don't want it to rain out, but you always hope for maybe one or two during the week, just to kind of give your guys a break and we don't have any. So I know it's going to be hard on my guys. Um, and I'm going to do my part to help the first couple nights. I think we we get to come home, which is nice. So we'll get to come home and work in our shop, but it's grueling. Um, for me as a driver, I like it because I know we're going to make good money all week. Um, but yeah, it's, it's so hard on the crew guys. The crew guys are what you got to worry about the most. Um, just cause you get back, you get back and wash and by the time you go to bed, it's probably two or three in the morning. And then you got to wake up at, you know, nine or 10 o'clock in the morning and get, and get back to work. And it gets really bad when you chunk a race car or something. Unfortunately, we did that a couple of times last, last year. So that made it even harder, but, um, yeah, just, just worried about my guys. You got to keep them uh, happy and, and keep them good and hydrated and everything. We actually have a kid. I'm going to give him a little shout out. We have a kid that came up to us at Wayne County last year and him and his dad, big fans of us and donated like 25 Gatorades or Powerades or something. And that stuff like that is awesome. And what Stephanie Linder does, um, like, you know, she gets the fans together and does, you know, break clean towels, quarters, water, whatever, whatever the teams need that, that stuff, stuff like that helps a lot. So it's just a really grueling week, uh, more on the crew than the drivers for sure. Yeah. Find Stephanie Linder on Facebook and donate. I have an article that I did last year. I'll probably repurpose it and do it again this year, but, um, yeah, they get donations and give them to the teams and the crew guys. And like you said, um, dude, hospital week sucks ass. I'm not doing it this year. I, I, I did it last year. Uh, and I, you know, I didn't, I did it when I was a young T-bone, right? Like when I didn't weigh 300 pounds um, and have to stand there and hold a camera. When was off. that? Was, <laughs> I didn't, dude, <laughs> I, I grew up in, I, I grew up in Ohio. Dude. I was like, uh, you know, I was, I was once a young lad, you know, when, when, <laughs> when, when we were, when we were back, when we were smaller, you know, we could run around racetracks and I actually <laughs> liked racing, you know, like, no, <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure like I stopped like racing, like I, I, like my love for racing is no longer anymore because of Ohio Sprint Week last year. Like, well, that end, really makes a lot of people want to tune the, in and watch this week. So good job, yeah, everyone. Really, I'm everyone really knows, selling it. Everyone knows I'm kidding, right? Like, I still love racing, of course, right? But like, yeah, Ohio Sprint Week sucks, and and it's it's easier on the drivers because you get you get. I mean, all these drivers want more laps, anyways. <laughs> I mean, yeah, and to get and to get more laps over and over and over and over, and you know put your mistakes behind you from the night before and get back in the race car again and do it over again. And, and, you know, try to fix your mistakes. Like the, you know, the crew guys are up till three and four in the morning. The camera guys are up till three or four in the morning editing shit, you know, like I'm not complaining, you know, but like, well, I'm, I'm cheating Ohio sprint week this year. I, I'm apologizing to everyone in advance. Uh, I'm only going to the last three races <laughs> and I'm just going to shoot the trophy presentation and act like I was there the whole week. The so. first year, the first year I went to a speed week, uh, I was 12 years old, I think. And I went with Tim and Brian and Rizzy and, uh, you know, I was 12 and I, I came out of micro. So I had no idea really what was going on. I didn't know really what sprint week was. I mean, I knew what it was, but I didn't have any clue about the work. And man, when we got back to the shop that first night, I don't remember when it was, we got back to the shop and it was like two or three in the morning and I'm so tired. And, uh they throw me you know they throw me in the team house with Rizzy and everything and uh we go to we're getting ready to go to bed and Rizzy I think says nine o'clock 
And I just looked at him like, what the hell are we doing? What did I get myself into? And woke up at nine and it all started again. And then we do the same thing again. I'm like, what the hell is this week? Why did I sign up for this? But it was, that was one of the best experiences of my life. I think mean, I only went to three nights or something with them, but um, obviously I was at Brian's last non-wing win at Lawrenceburg, which was pretty cool. But yeah, that was it. Any speed week you do is grueling. Anybody who knows Rizzy, I can, I'm being very sarcastic. I can hear the sympathy in his voice right now when he's 100%. told you you're got yeah. you got to be up and ready to work at nine. Yeah, I'm yeah. pretty sure Rizzy actually. Well, he kept his job after this, but like he was almost fired because he didn't show up at Belleville one year. Yeah, he was great <laughs> in the track. That's my favorite. That is my, my favorite story of all time. You were there. You both I was, were there. I, well, I was in the booth and he was texting me. He's like, you think Big Al's going to be mad at me? Big Al's going Al's to kill me when I get to the racetrack. <laughs> that is one of the best stories of all time. Yeah. We're down on Rizzy. That's, I mean, we could do like a two-car team at the uh, Rumble with Rizzy because Rizzy was yeah. one that drove that car, right? Rizzy, that's the only car dad has owned that I've never driven. I've never driven it. I never raced it. And Rizzy was the only one to ever, ever race it. That's and what we he, should do. All four of us, because Rizzy's going to be the only one that's how to work on the car. So, like, <laughs> we'll make him do it. We'll drink. I'll drink beer with my cowboy hat and shit. And, you know, and we'll just, we'll have a two-car team, two-car two op. What are we going to call it? Heavy lunch in the boys. Heavy lunch in the boys. <laughs> That reminds me. That reminds me of uh, what's that movie called? The other guys, Dirty Mike and the Boys. That's what that reminds you. Actually, I know what our team name is, and and this was this is an old rip the fence bit from back in the day. We had the little fart line. Someone said we should have a race team called Shart. Shouldn't have a race team. Well, that's pretty good. I like that. Shark racing. There's it's like our shark, team. It's like shark racing, but it's. I was different. gonna say, I, yeah. I thought you. There's our team. Racing. My mom could make us a bad. Oh, we're doing it. This coming to you this December. Flow Flo better get the rights. I'm telling you right now, Flow better get the rights. Oh my! You, you know, know anybody all in on this? Oh, yeah, I was gonna say, Jason <laughs> will be all about this. Shart shouldn't have a race team. I look. I remember that phone call, and I was like, "That is the greatest phone call we've ever gotten on this line." That is really good. <laughs> <laughs> uh so zeb i wanted to ask you um you didn't have very much fun at the bc 39 last year but but you you did have a good chili bowl uh yeah. really good chili bowl your best of your career um more midget races coming up or what um i don't know really yet i might run no no midget week stuff for me but um i i'm gonna run I'll probably run BC 39. Um, it won't be for Matt Wood just because we don't have those cars out here anymore. Um, but I'll, I'll probably run BC 39 and then obviously Chili Bowl. When you get back in the midget now, after running a lot of wing sprint car stuff, what's the, is it, do you feel like it's helped you? Is there a bigger adjustment? How do you, how do you adapt to that now? To be honest with you, I wish I could have, obviously I was racing midgets full time, but I wish I could have done this in 2018. Like I wish I could have ran a sprint car and then got back into midget in 2018, because I feel like the midget racing has changed so much, even since I was in midgets. And that was just four to five years ago. Um, I was just talking to Tim Clawson actually about that the other night, how much it's changed. And I feel like it's harder now to go from a wing sprint car to a midget 
just because you, I feel like I don't drive near hard enough when I get back in a midget. Like, I feel like it takes me one or two races to get up to speed. And that's, I don't think, I feel like I'm driving like I did in 2018, but it's just not hard enough anymore. Like, I feel like you have to drive a midget so hard now to race with those guys that it, you just have to be so aggressive and, and your moves have to be on point every lap. And I, mine are when I first get back in. And I feel like you even see that with a guy like Larson, like Larson goes back and honestly, it takes him like a race or two to get going just because I feel like the competition, everyone just drives so aggressive. So you have to, it takes, takes a minute to get back up to speed. But I mean, I just, I think I just drive too soft. I feel like I've gotten used to the wing stuff and we all are so nice to each other for the most part and drive ourselves. You know, we, we all race very clean for the most part to each other. So you get back in the midget stuff and you're under attack every single lap. It seems like, and it, yeah, it takes a minute. Is that a, is that type of racing? Is that a product of, do you think just the people who are racing midgets now, or is that just how you have to race, race midgets now? You get what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't, I don't want to sound like I'm talking, you know, shit on midget racing. Cause I, I love it. It's probably one of my, it's probably my favorite car to drive with midget i'll be honest i love it um but the racing has changed so much in the past four to five years and i don't know i really don't know if it's because of who races them now or what but all i will say is when i race midgets i was racing a lot of veterans i raced you know sunshine chris windham justin grant jerry coons was full-time uh kt and then you know even you look at keith's team in 2018 or whatever it was it was thorson baston um holly shelton you know i think i feel like bell was in and out of a midget a lot more than he is now um and the racing was just different it was me and tanner carrick were the youngest kids and i think we were 15 and 16 so now you i feel like if you're 15 to 16 you're almost old so um I don't know. I, I feel like you're starting to see the veterans race just like the kids are. So I don't think it's fair to say that the kids are the problem. So I don't know. I, I feel like you, I feel like this is the way it is. I, it ain't going to go back to the way it was. So I feel yep. like you just have to adapt. Yep, I, I love it. I love it. I mean, listen, this is an entertainment business. And uh, what I saw at Terra or what I saw at Hobbs, was entertaining. Oh, absolutely. Uh, 100%. <laughs> to, you know, to see Kofoy get out pissed and, you know, uh, that's the maddest I've ever seen him. I mean, I, I like seeing a little little feisty, a little rivalries going on. So, um, camera, dude. <laughs> mark, mark that. Or, you can't it's the, say, it's you're the light. The producer this light that, keeps so. falling. Like, it's like my it house falls goes. every show. You'd think you'd get it figured out by I don't, now. I can't. I don't know what to do he's so upset we should probably just end it here like, every show is that. this literally happens every single every week that's amazing well do you want to be a part of this hat shake here we can give our sun dollar restoration hat shakes of the week yeah brought, man. To, brought to you by sun dollar restoration can you uh do their promo can you talk about their business for i don't want to do I've, it i've only heard you do it like 10 times i feel like so maybe they fire mold uh what else what is it what else is it on their little tagline like, there what is like water fire and mold there you go restoration they'll get with their they'll get with your insurance company and you don't pay a thing right that's what you always say he's got yeah. it 
man, he, they, and what we said last week, we started saying too, is that they'll make sure your plumbing works. So oh, they, yes. they definitely make sure that you're taken care of there. They will uh, test it out multiple times before you get back in your home. <laughs> they put roofs, they put roofs on your house. Uh, they'll do that too. They'll do roofing. That's what Kimmy wanted me to say. Uh, June 1st, who cares? Okay. So Tri-City Speedway, Buddy Kofoid won. Kofoid won what, four straight during Indiana Midget Week? Three, yeah, I think. Well, three during. No, he won four. He won Tri City too. Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah, fake, fake Indiana Midget Week. I mean, it basically was the start of Indiana Midget Week, right? Pretty much. Yeah, I see. I see Landon Simon won at Limeland. Yeah, he did. I think it was more of an upset that Limeland raced. (laughs) (laughs) That should get your hat shake that they actually got a racing. (laughs) I love Limeland and home track. But um, yeah, to see when they race, I, I cheer for them um, because they don't race very often. They gave up on uh, racing there after a little bit. Uh, Alex Bright won with the USAC East Coast Sprint Car Series. Danny Dietrich won at Williams Grove. Cole Duncan with a last lap pass at Atomic. Zeb said he was he was racing with the Ohio Legends in the B Main um, at, at Atomic. But uh, Cole Duncan, I, I, I took rubber. Um, walls called one to go, you know, per the rule book, you know, we can, you know, if there's a tire situation, you can do a green checkered and, uh, Duncan passed Travis Philo on the last lap. Um, Duncan likes to do that. D Welch. I mean, he did that at Fremont to Danny Dietrich last year during sprint week. Sneaky. He's sneaky. <laughs> he just sneaks right around. You don't even see him just floating through the slick. It's like, is it, does he get a hat shake? uh zeb or, or you have somebody else in mind i have my hat shake actually i wasn't sure if i was gonna wow go he's to prepared oh, okay. i have one you have one wait yeah. do you want to keep well aaron wrights will win at knoxville uh kofoid at lawrenceburg uh aj hopkins won at lincoln park when does he not um who, who, <laughs> aj flick won at sharon i saw that it was a good good win for them uh mcdougall won at hopside i forgot about that the sprint car uh win there for mcdougall timez held off buddy kofoid after some drama at hopstad uh anthony macri won at path valley we only have 10 minutes left to go on the show who are our hat shakes boys go ahead zebby i'm gonna give mine uh, jacob denny i feel like that kid has been so and how many start i actually raced quarter minutes with him um he's good for a while and he always was good in quarter midgets. And then he comes into this midget stuff racing for that Mount Stout team. And as like, he's been stellar. What do you, I think, where was his best finish? I'm trying to look here. Maybe the Lawrence, it was at Lawrenceburg. Yeah. I think he finished fourth. Yeah. Which yeah. is incredible to me because I was awful at Lawrenceburg and was scared of it. And he goes out there and it's, I think it's his third or fourth midget start and runs what fourth and was battling for, I think second at one point, like rolling the yeah. bottom top 10. He's, Top ten in midget week points right now too. He's ninth. Oh really? Yeah, I, I want to. So. That kid's impressive. I want to yeah. get this right. I want to get this right where he finished. Um, because he might have finished third. Uh, let's see. Feature. No, he finished fourth. That was so thirteenth to fourth at the Berg. Yeah, that's uh, impressive. Yeah, for Jacob Danny, just putting the bottom, dude. Like that was that was a good run. That's a really good. Um, that's a really good hat shake. I know he was driving for Petrie at one point. Stop, Marshall. You're 10 years old and you're whining like a baby. Anyways. Uh, 
Uh, never stops. He was driving for Petriot. Chili Bowl had a pretty good run that one year, but um, yeah, that's that's an uh, I think it's an Ohio based car. That's uh, that's a, that's a good run. You don't see very many Ohio based midgets go out there and, and hang with the USAC boys. So yeah, I like that. Who, who's your hat shake, D Welch? Uh, I was gonna give one to Kaylee, uh, twenty second to fourth at Hobstadt, but more so because she freaking you know had that bad wreck at Lawrenceburg uh, Saturday night, you know, and and got back in the thing and and just ripped right around at Hobstadt. So that was uh that was a good good turnaround for her and a good run on uh on Sunday, I thought. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Uh all right. Do we do we have to give Zeb a hat shake for the win or we, I mean, we probably should. You usually give all your hat shakes to the winners anyways. So I had another get... one do you, or uh yeah yeah you... give me give me another one yeah uh chance grum I mean yeah almost one led most of the race at Bloomington. Yeah damn yep almost won that he didn't need that he didn't need that yellow probably no probably not no yeah i i don't know if i saw bloomington i don't know what i was doing that night well but. i watched it so i can i can <laughs> verify zeb's hat shake it was pretty <laughs> impressive i it was he ran the bottom like a legend at bloomington yep i'm gonna give my hat shake to wayne for making your car fast at attica well, Wayne, I feel like is so out of tune on social media and stuff. So I will have to tell him that you said that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, he's he's like a 75 year old man and like a 40 year old body. So, yeah, I want to hype up Wayne a little bit. He he like never stops working like in the offseason. He works for Smith Titanium. Like, yeah, he, he does nuts and bolts in the offseason. He helps build, you know, brake rotors, whatever the hell those things are that they make in those machines out there. But like, yeah, he doesn't stop working in the offseason. No, I actually, <laughs> I yelled at him this year um, to like get out of the race shop. Like, dude, you don't have to be in there all the time. Um, go enjoy life a little bit. Life isn't all about racing. There's a lot more to it. So, you know, I kind of got on him and he's been a lot better at going back to Oklahoma and, and seeing his wife because they don't get to see each other a lot. So it's he's been better this year. But last year, I don't think, I think he basically lived in the race shop. Mm. Well, all right. We want to thank our friends at Dirt Draft as well. Playdirtdraft.com, Ohio Sprint Week coming up. Um, I think they give out trophies and stuff for like championships and stuff like that. You've been playing Zeb, right? I am so bad. I don't know. Every time something is going my way, someone literally, I was doing so good at Hobstock. I've actually played at Hobstock. I was doing so good. And I had Taylor Reimer and Zach Donald both on my team. And then she goes into one. And they wiped each other out. out. <laughs> I was like, what is going on? And I was, I think I was leading the deal when they got taken out. And then two of my drivers go to the back. And it just never pans out my way. Never. Yeah. Yeah. Um, play Midget Week is still going on. If you're going, you know, battling for the championship there, Circle City, Lincoln Park uh, coming up. All-Stars back at Attica on Friday. And then I think a double dose of Fremont. And then, um, of course, the Eldora Million is going on prelim night. Is that tonight? No. Yeah, I guess it is tonight. Yeah, tonight, isn't it? Yeah. Wow. Um, I'll be at Berlin tonight for the Money in the Bank 150 uh, if, if it doesn't rain. But, uh, yeah, there is a big dirt race going on at Eldora. And uh, there's all eyes are on Eldora right now with everything they're going that's going on with the racetrack and and Tony, you know, coming in on an emergency helicopter to save the day. Um, 
you know, like Batman or whatever to, you know, try to fix the racetrack or, you know, the fi- fix the racing service. There's nothing wrong with the racetrack. It's the greatest racetrack in the world, but um, you know, you know, get the racing surface ready to go for the Eldora million. All eyes are going to be peeled on that place tonight and, and, and uh, tomorrow. And then of course the dream is happening too. So huge late model races at Eldora. Um, when are you, when are you getting a uh, late model? I know sunshine's been trying to get some money, money in those things. What, when are you going to get in one? Yeah, I probably should have seeked that opportunity a lot sooner. Um, Cause as I, as this race approaches, I'm like, man, a million dollars does sound pretty good. Not saying I can go there and win. Like that's a pretty, pretty bold statement obviously but at least go there and try um i would love to so if anyone is listening and has a super late model let me know uh i would i would love to try it i feel like i would be horrible at first but i could figure it out i'm sure they, the last million was in 2001 so you i was have, not born yet you have 21 more years to get wow. a ride for for the next i was million. not born yet the last million that raced you weren't born in 2001 nope <laughs> wait when did you were you born like 2002 yep wow so you you don't even know what 9 11 is you don't even know what 9 11 is what happened on 9 11 yeah i know what 9 11 is come on i was gonna say it's not like you hadn't been in school tyler yeah true <laughs> that's oh man that's so scary like i forgot you were that young i'm getting so old i'm about to Youngin. turn 30 i'm about to turn 30 I think you should go around the pits at a midget race and ask what year they were born. Cause it's probably like Oh six and Oh seven. I was going to say Cade Lewis, Cade Lewis that just ran at Hobstock. He's 13. So yeah. he was oh. born. That's actually a great in what, 09? Wait yeah. a minute. How is he allowed to run at age 13? Or maybe, Oh no, maybe he's not 13. Maybe oh. he's, uh, maybe he's like 15 or something. They are changing the rules of midget racing now. Like you yeah. can get a waiver and, and stuff, but um, that's a good content piece. I actually like that. Go around and ask your age. And then, like if they say like 2006 and say like, oh, they missed, you know, when Michael Jackson died or, you know, like, you know, just like, you know, they missed. Well, I don't know if that was actually accurate or not. You know, they they missed the O.J. Simpson chase, you know, like start asking them historical facts they missed because they weren't yeah. born yet. Yeah, that would be interesting. <laughs> or like play like some like 90s song or 2000 songs. to like these kids, you know, that were, you know, were born in the, the 2010s. Sure. You need to ask Hunter Schoenberg about, uh, I don't know where it was. It was probably Attica last year, or maybe it was at the beginning of, I think it was the beginning of this year. Byron Reed was in the dash draw. And I'm obviously young in sprint car racing. And we were sitting up there at the dash draw and Schoenberg was sitting beside me. And I'm like, Hunter, who is that? And he's like, that's, you don't know who that is? And I'm like, no, I don't know who that is. He's like, that's Byron Reed. I'm like, oh my gosh. I know, I know who Byron Reed is, but I didn't know what he looked like. So I felt like an idiot, but yeah, he likes to, he gets a good kick out of that story. Byron Reed. Those are my heroes. Byron Reed, like Greg Wilson, uh, mm-hmm. Chad Kimenall. Like that's who I, that's who I grew up watching. You know, like those are, can you stop? uh you know like mike brax ran the 360s you know darren long like like you he wouldn't know any of these guys because they're all you know yeah i'll be honest i didn't know like the last three names you yeah exactly exactly see uh but no congrats on the win um good luck at ohio sprint week like i said i'm gonna cheat the system and just go to the last three races so i'll i'll be on vacation (laughs) until then and i'll see you then all right well, hopefully I'm leading uh, speed week points when you show up. Hopefully. Yeah, let's, let's hope for that. Uh, we have to shut this down, Dylan. Um, we have less than a minute to go. We have yet to pay for the upgrade on Zoom. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> this show is over. And uh, thanks, Zeb, for coming on.
Yeah, thank you guys for having me.